It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I have a multi-dimensional goddess of shamanistic entrepreneurship badassery here today who may or may not blow our minds on both sides of the fence. Who knows? What I do know, she's fabulous. I'm very honored to have her here today. I've been on her podcast. We'll put some show notes, some links for that in the show notes. But I'm really excited for you guys to get to know this, this really, really groovy human. Without further ado, please, Cassandra, let the people know who you are. And just a little taste of what you do. I mean, honestly, after that intro, I'm just going to be like, you know, that's dancing with me wherever I go, whenever. I'm going to be like, here's Dan. Dan will be my introduction partner. <laughs> so I'm Cassandra Shuck. Um, I have a hard time explaining myself of what I do because I kind of play in the space of life and business coaching, but it mm-hmm. has a spiritual lens to it. So mm-hmm. we generally play in the space of shamanism, Reiki, energy mm-hmm. work, consciousness, NLP, hypnosis, mm-hmm. you name it. We kind of bring it into our box of tools for mm-hmm. any sort of life and business advancement. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, then you've got like this strategic just ninja-ness. Yes. <laughs> to life and business too. Um, I'd love to dig a bit more into the story, the journey, the adventure. I know you've got multiple business interests. You're out there doing big things in the world. Give us a taste of what the journey is to become this multifaceted, inter-density, multi-level Navy Swiss army knife that you are. <laughs> like, where does that even come from? Yeah. So honestly, it comes from following those nudges that the universe gives us and not Mm -hmm. actually questioning. Mm. So I was a good questioner and I was also really good at following someone else's like strategic hierarchy of what to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. So like after college, I went and got the corporate career, did the thing, got Mm -hmm. the 401k, got the company car, got the stock options. Mm -hmm. And it just didn't make sense for where I wanted to go in my life and like the purpose I knew I had. Mm-hmm. So I left and I actually started my marketing agency out of that mm-hmm. because going from corporate strategic marketing to entrepreneurship, strategic marketing is a jump that your brain can understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going into, you know, worlds of consciousness and plant medicine quite yet. That'll mm-hmm. come. <laughs> mm-hmm. so that was my first initial jump into the entrepreneurship phase. And what I realized very quickly on is I was marketing for people who didn't exactly know what their sole purpose and mission and calling was. Mm-hmm. So I could do the best marketing, could put the best stuff out there and some of it would be okay. And some of it would fall flat. Mm. And generally the stuff that was falling flat was the people who weren't exactly in direct alignment and wouldn't actually know what they're were they meant to be doing. Mm. And then I accidentally spiraled into, well, of course your logo is not working. And of course your color palette's not working. It's because you're not aligned and you don't know who you're working with. And you haven't truly defined your demographic, which kind of led me into that coaching space. (laughs) Uh, Very hesitantly, very much resistant. Mm -hmm. I will say like right off the bat, like if you're no, if you know you're meant to do something, there's still resistance that comes up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like it's It's not, it is a hundred percent. So I kind of went kicking and screaming and not charging for the first four years into the coaching space because I didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was or what that space was. (laughs) And then really once I started standing up that business and working both in the strategic side and the mindset implementation, spiritual side, that's when my clients started seeing 
drastic success and we weren't having the conversations why their Instagram ad wasn't working. <laughs> and the thing is, of course, like when you're not in resistance with you and yourself, it's going to show up with non-resistance in the world that's around you. Too. Exactly. Of course. <laughs> you opening up and saying yes allowed other people to open up and say yes to the, what was coming through for them too, which is going to create more ease for you, more flow for you and too. And now I will say looking forward and, you know, scanning forward seven years later, those are the people I'm working with in my agency are also coaching clients and vice versa. Mm -hmm. They come to me with the intention of one or the other, and then naturally gravitate to the thing they actually most need. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's how it's mm -hmm. been kind of grown in a multidimensional, really scalable facet too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So what's been the most fun thing for you about this adventure? Because you've got all of these different wheelhouses that you sort of play in like where do you love to play the most mm. lately it's been working in kind of the consciousness space and working with mm-hmm. the plant medicine and soul retrieval space mm-hmm. i found that we can do 10 years of therapy slash coaching in you know a week um, oh, wow. when we kind of play in that space mm-hmm. uh, which then of course needs a longer integration period because now you're just need to recalibrate your whole life and your whole expectation and your whole belief system mm-hmm. Uh, but that's been the place that I've been playing with the most, the most recently. And that's probably been the most fun. Mm. And again, has super resistance to it. <laughs> Coming from a family of uh, drug addicts and having, you know, drugs be such a negative piece of my childhood mm-hmm. to lean into that plant medicine and spirituality and psychedelics phase mm-hmm. was like all the resistance, all the scarcity, all, all the, the triggers, like, all me, of the like, things. <laughs> want to do this <laughs> oh that's crazy that's crazy so uh, given got the that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me monty but it's given that me. given that there was going to be that inherent um resistance mm-hmm. how does that journey even show up for you for you to kind of even start to move into that space like where does where does that even come up from because i know like for example some of my friends are heavy into psychedelics for example mm-hmm for them like it's a chance to like use drugs with purpose like it's like <laughs> it's like well i was yeah. just do i was using this shit to party before now i'm partying in other dimensions let's do it right exactly. but for you it's like no you were kind of moving nah, i don't want any of that like where does that <laughs> where does that print even show up oh my goodness so it came up for me probably nine thousand times before i actually <laughs> so like i would be at an ashram meditating and doing yoga and someone would walk up to me and be like are you in, like talk to a shaman or do you work with a shaman? I'm like, no, I don't really know what that is. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'd go somewhere else and be at like a yoga journal live conference teaching yoga. And someone would be like, you know, you should really talk to my shaman. And I'm like, no, that's really weird. That's yeah. too new. That's super strange. Yeah. And it actually came down to one of my clients and I love her. Um, she actually bought me a session with her shamanic channel. <laughs> and I'm like, I sat down with her and she's become a really close friend and mentor of mine. I'm like, I don't know why I here yeah. i'm like i've been sent here nine thousand times and she's like oh, <laughs> you finally came and you finally listened <laughs> oh got it so, it's like i mean oh, she's me, not getting the, the hint. can we just can we just buy her a session can we just buy her a session that's exactly what she did she's like i scheduled it you were free on your calendar it was oh, a couple wow. years ago she's like, whatever you know october 26th you're going at 4 p.m i'm like okay like I'm not going to say no to a gift. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I teach in the art of receiving. Like, I can't, no, I'm ready sorry. to receive. Ready to receive. So, and I think she knew that's what I, honestly, I think that's, she knew what, that's what I needed because she had worked with her in the past and mm-hmm. 
uh, just on a different playing field, but it was, mm-hmm. it was literally brought to me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then that start, I'm sure that then started to evolve everything else that you're mm-hmm. doing because when you're piercing veils and dipping in and out of different layers of dimensional experience, then things are going to bleed through in a different way, right? Exactly. So one of our biggest pieces of work that I did as a client with her was I had this metal contraption on my head that was connected to my childhood trauma that was controlling and manipulating, so to speak, some of the belief systems that I had. Mm-hmm. So some of some of my resistance came from there. Some of my limiting on limiting beliefs came from there. Mm-hmm. Some of my fear of, you know, the unknown or fear of success or not making our money, my money stories came from there. Mm-hmm. So one of our biggest pieces of work with her was releasing that. And then once that was released, I was like, oh shit, why did I have that? Like mm-hmm. all of the things started flowing through and all of the things started falling together and connecting where mm-hmm. I could do it for someone else. But for me, it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Which it, which it always is. Of course. I, I always like to remind us that, you know, we've never seen our own face. And so of course. <laughs> there's probably going to be parts of our experience <laughs> in other levels and dimensions that we can't see too, mm-hmm. or even just in our own mind. That's beautiful. Oh, That's beautiful. We always need someone to call us out on our, our stuff that we can't quite do ourselves or see 100%. ourselves. And I love to say we always get the honor of having that shared space with people that get to call us out because mm-hmm. it's a blessing oh, yeah. for them to call it out and it's a blessing for us to have the, the calling out. So it's like, oh, we get to have this beautiful collaborative experience where we both get blessed by my stuff getting called out. Thank you. Exactly. It's re- it becomes reciprocal. Just do it. Do it lovingly, please. Okay. Yeah, yeah, do it lovingly. <laughs> cool. I get it. I get it. I get Agreed. It. Yep. <laughs> um, so there's been a lot of talk over the last, I don't know, year and change about great awakening and... Uh uplifts in consciousness and I don't know I don't know if I'm sold on it being like this particular grand (laughs) obviously everything's grand plan but I'm talking about like this particular aspect of grand plan selfishly asking this how have your journeys into the interdimensional aspect of you know what we call our reality how is that geared your thoughts on what's going on in that regard? Mm. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people becoming aware and awake of things that they were not conscious of before. Mm. I actually had a conversation about this this morning on my podcast because she was asking about great awakenings and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I feel like there were people beforehand who had done work through their trauma and done work through their past and already saw a lot of what was going on and a lot of what was happening. Mm -hmm. And then there are a lot of people for, for instance, who this is their biggest trauma. This is their biggest piece of their life that they've had to overcome. Mm -hmm. uh, That was done by that was not done by circumstance. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're starting to see what all of us have seen for quite a while. Mm -hmm. So it is feeling like this grand great awakening. It is feeling like people are up leveling in consciousness. And -hmm. I feel like these conversations are becoming less and less taboo because of the number mm-hmm. of mass of people of act that are actually starting to, to have these conversations and then mm-hmm. starting to be called to teach too. We've seen a mm-hmm. lot of people being called to teach their level of expertise and their level of consciousness and their level of spirituality or whatnot mm-hmm. um, in this space because people are calling for it and they need it and they don't know what else to quite think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally find, and I did a, I did a, um, I did a workshop in Mexico city last September where I spoke about manifesting in the face of uncertainty. And one of the ideas I invite people to look at was 
maybe the reason why we're having this discomfort right now is because for the first time we're realizing how unconsciously we've been operating like mm-hmm. there's been such a disruption in the patterns you know the monkey mind has been getting up having the coffee yep. throwing the kids in the school bus going to work you know I doing your thing and then coming home but that whole thing's been disrupted now <laughs> so it's like everyone's been shaken like you've been shaken you've got to wake up um and much like Nia when he first opened his eyes it's like what's going on you've never used them before and yeah. people are having conversations with kids that they now have to actually be involved in the raising of because the school mm-hmm. system's been doing it now but now it's homeschooled like okay exactly well like the funny one of the funniest things I saw was I think it was I don't remember if it was this year or last year when it was coming to February um, Valentine's Day or something and people were like well like people a bit leading double lives <laughs> gonna get shown up for what's really going on now because you're quarantined you can't be in two, exactly. two houses at the same time what's going to go on with that so that a lot of a lot of stuff came to light so for me you know the great awakening is the shaking mm-hmm. and things coming to light versus oh everything's got like a deeper spiritual purpose like this is now the second coming of the savior and all of the I'm like yeah, I see that honestly I see a lot of spiritual bypassing in the yeah. spirituality <laughs> I mean that's uh, uh, I've seen it way too much especially on social media it's a, a glaring mirror of well mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason I'm like yes and comma yeah. <laughs> more to that story than just your little your little <laughs> There's the same in traditional religion of, oh, I'll pray for you. I'm like, oh, yeah. will yeah. you really? Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, it's like, um, you, could, you could help. You could, you, <laughs> you could actually help. I One of the this things has- I will say as well from a physical perspective is when kind of the whole world shut down back in March, though, people had to get quiet. They had to go inward. They mm-hmm. didn't have the outlets of you know, the gym, your mm-hmm. work, your, mm-hmm. your day-to-day commute, you're listening to your, you know, your whatever music on the way to the, the, to the office. Like they mm-hmm. actually had to sit a little bit more so with themselves. And a lot mm-hmm. of people during that time, it was actually shown we're shutting off the TV because all you heard was the fear stories, the COVID mm-hmm. what's going on, how many people mm-hmm. are dying. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, with all of these kind of pieces from a physicality perspective combined, it was the first time I feel like many people were like, oh, wow, this is me. I'm in a human body. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> which sounds sad, but like That's people don't was. do that. Mm. Force meditation. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and and people also coming to terms with the fact that maybe the tools that they've been using mindlessly mm-hmm. without intentionality, they weren't actually being used productively or actively at all. And so people that thought that they were equipped to deal with that silence actually found themselves not dealing with the silence exactly. very well at all. And that I think was really interesting to observe. No, we have a tendency, I feel like as humans to try to fill that silence and to fill that gap and mm-hmm. to take on one more thing or to listen to one more thing or consume one more thing. Mm-hmm. It's It was really more of a pause than an awakening, which then, you know, forces people to, to awaken. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait, wait. Oh, <gasps> What is this? This is my thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) From a business perspective, how are you supporting people? Um, How are some ways that you're supporting people navigating that 
because a lot of people were going into fear, right? Because businesses were getting shut down. I, I don't remember what percentage of small businesses in the US are never going to open again. Um, yeah, I, it was fairly high. I don't remember it was the number like a exactly. Really silly number or whatever. Uh, and that is going to contribute to a collective experience of fear for mm-hmm. a lot of people. Uh, I'm sure you must have seen it on some level with the people that you're working with. Like, what are some of the things you saw and some of the things that you helped them? Yeah. So luckily for me, I will say that a lot of the businesses I work with already had a virtual arm mm-hmm. because that's always been a foundation of mine is yes, you can have a brick and mortar, but I don't want you to a have multi, like just one stream of income mm-hmm. and then be depend on like solely one thing for that income. Mm-hmm. That from a business perspective completely terrifies me. <laughs> so, a lot of what we did was pivot. Like for instance, you know, I have one place that has a, a, a center. She has a, um, a, like psychiatric center for for children. Mm -hmm. She pivoted from that psychiatric center for children into more of online learning, tools Mm -hmm. for therapists, for telehealth, things of that. So she was already putting the building blocks in place. She was already doing kind of the work. Mm -hmm. Um, But then of course we had to press the gas pedal a little bit because it was timely. Mm-hmm. And it was happened for a number of businesses, photographers, we started looking into the Photoshop world and the digital mm-hmm. prints and how to, you know, get your picture taken with Santa, the Easter money, mm-hmm. et cetera, via digital um, mm-hmm. versus and kind of brushing up on those Photoshop skills. So we weren't doing in-person, mm-hmm. in-person photo shoots. So it's just kind of taking what we are already doing and then almost honestly pivoting to, mm-hmm. to meet the requirements. And honestly, mm-hmm. that's what I feel like a successful business is. It and is that's- no, carry on. You. I was going to say it is seeing kind of what's going on there in the environment and what people are calling for and what's needed and then figuring out a sol- an innovative solution and not following the herd of like, oh, no, my business is going to shut down. I can't take photos. I'm like, oh, but you can. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, because you know, this is something that came up in a conversation I was having with someone recently. They were like, I don't understand what all this big thing about pivoting was in 2020 mm-hmm. because businesses pivot. That's it. Like, yes, that's all. you never know. It's, 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 this is what you do in business. Stuff happens and you deal with it. It's not like some special buzzword reserved for 2020. No. You always need to be ready to deal with what's coming up because it's, it's nothing is predictable. <laughs> so I had a fun conversation on a podcast a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and they were asking about my agency when it first started of who I worked for, who mm-hmm. I, my target demographic was. Cause we're always taught to niche down, niche down, yeah. you know, know your demographic inside now. And I was like, if I would have done that, my business would have been shut down 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. which I did do that to start, but then I started adding on and started listening to the market and started seeing who else was calling, who else was requesting, where we were mm-hmm. getting referrals. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my 10 year success route was a series of probably a hundred thousand pivots. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it does, it's not going to look the way it does on day one as it is in day, you know, year 10. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love that. I love that. I love that. How are some of the way that I, you and I, we love to play with the, interdimensional but sometimes when the woo-woo gets introduced into an experience people get lost in that right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then you also have people that are completely resistant resistant to bringing in some of the magic like plugging in the magic exactly so how are some of the ways that you you support people making that happen where you bring both of those worlds into this really fun playing space yeah so 
I tend to bounce without reserve and not literally let people know where we're going. Like, okay, like, great. We did your great strategy. Your strategy looks good on paper. I'm like, okay, let's go meditate. See if we feel our feet, see if we feel grounded in that to like, so I'll just switch back and forth. Like it's, like it's nobody's business. Um, so which honestly, some clients are like, we were just there and now we're here and we're going back there. I'm like, yes, just flow with me. And it works. Um, um, but honestly, one of the things that I was starting to play with to get people to, I don't want to say understand, but conceptualize and feel a little bit more was a chakra energy based system. Mm-hmm. Because that became, that was super woo five, 10 years ago when I started playing in that space. Mm-hmm. And now it's become like socially acceptable. It's like, okay, cool. No, it's been proven by quantum physics. I have energy centers in my body. There's all mm-hmm. of these meridians. Like I get it. Yeah. So that was where I, that was actually my intro for most people is to first we'll play in the chakras and what we have in the body. And then we'll get out of the body and play in a lot of fields. Now let's look at the truth that you don't have a body. You are just energy. Exactly. Money is just an expression of energy. You understand too, because if we were to jump straight into the, you don't have a body, let's talk about 5D reality. Mm -hmm. And you weren't embodied. You're not going to get the same results as if you were actually embodied. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Bring so that. We have to play in both fields. Hundred percent, hundred percent. What's on What's on the horizon for you? Like, what are you excited about playing with now? Because normally, when I catch up with you, it's like, oh, I'm doing this project and I'm doing this fun cool thing. What's what Honestly, are you I'm making a human, which I know we talked about before the podcast started. <laughs> But making a, I'm making another human, I should say. Yeah. This is not my first rodeo with making a human. Yeah. Um, but it's I'm in the, the, the midst of pregnancy. So I'm actually working on slowing down and saying no to a lot of things. Mm. Which, you know, right. being a Scorpio, Sagittarius moon, a <laughs> little bit of a type seven anagram manifester human design. That's the hard part. That's oh, a wow. process. Yeah. You're right. out. You're out of water right now. Mm hmm. Forced mm-hmm. evolution. Yeah, so forced <laughs> become a evolution. lizard, become a lizard, become a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's been me actually pausing and looking at things that I can do to reach more masses and to really, to get the message out there and to, without being, you know, just me and without having just my conversations. So I have mm-hmm. a higher consciousness course coming out in the fall. Um, and then I'm planning for next year and I'm planning on doing more, more in-person retreats with uh, plant medicine and Aya ceremonies and integration work. Nice, nice, nice. That's my, that's honestly my postpartum plan. I'm like, which yeah. you understand moving across the world. I'm like, so honey, how do you feel about moving to Costa Rica for three to four months to do our postpartum down there? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sounds better than postpartuming on a beach. <laughs> <laughs> how is how, and just a, a last one before we, we start to sort of bring this home? But of course, how do you navigate all of this with another human in your life? Mm-hmm. I find sometimes really challenging conversations just because being in relationship with someone who doesn't understand entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. at all right so either it's just wanting to just be wild and do all of the things to why are you not why are you answering emails on a sunday or like you finish yeah. work at six o'clock 
okay but that's kind of how it works i kind of work with like seven different time zones <laughs> it's like there's that like my australia clients don't like when i finish at 6 p.m yeah it doesn't work and that's what pays the bills so how do you how do you navigate that or how do you even support your, your clients in in navigating that adventure yeah so i mean i feel like there is still set times for me to have office hours and on and off times mm-hmm. um, i understand 100 percent the seven time zones i'm living in that space as well mm-hmm. but when i commit to having a family day or when i commit to being off for you know a saturday or a sunday or on the weekends or whatnot mm-hmm. um i really make my yeses mean yes mm-hmm. that's kind of my my biggest thing is i see so often in relationships that or maybe one is entrepreneur and one is not, or one is on a spiritual journey and one is one not. Is not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I see a lot of parallels in, in both of those spaces, really. Mm. But of us honoring our word to maybe a client or maybe someone who's paying our bills more so than the one that we actually gave our word to as a spouse or partner. Mm. Um, so I try to balance that coin, which is a game and it is a balancing act and it's a practice just like mm-hmm. anything else. Um, there are some days where my husband would say I'm better at it than others. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I would agree. Um, but it's honestly making him aware and then making him aware when I'm on, when I'm off, and then what's sacred to me in that moment. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So people wanting to come and hang out with you um, and catch any of the waves of the yeses that are available, what's the best way to do that? Yeah, CassandraShuck.com is kind of my all things internet home. You'll spiral mm-hmm. into a web of the podcast like I, like dance that I did. It's called Shit's About to Get Crazy. Ours was amazing. It's We were just <laughs> saying beforehand, I was like, it's a part one of mine, a part two on yours, a part three on mine. You have even, I have odds. We got this. <laughs> um, but then I have the blog on there. I have some of my beautiful. courses, my offerings, really everything else on there as well. You beautiful, can spiral beautiful. through. Well, we'll make sure we pop some links in the show notes. Cassandra, it's been such a pleasure to hang out with you mid-human making. Uh, can't <laughs> wait to see all of the things and to take part in some of this fun that you're doing this year. And guys, I encourage you to go and check out all of the things and the things that are more things to come and stay in contact with Cassandra. Join the email list and see what's going on because she's definitely a cool kitten that you need to hang out with. Appreciate it. You're welcome. So until next time, guys, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Even if it's without psychedelics, even if it's with, (laughs) remember that you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, balanced, and purpose-driven life. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.